0: Welcome everyone. Thank you for coming um, to our event this week with the students of dentistry and um, volunteers around the world, Pitt. Um, this is a just weekly overview like we always do of our team. Um, shout out to Brendan, Sean and Brandon. Um, this week, we're going over gap years as most of you probably know. Um, we have our three wonderful panelists. Mira, who's attending the University of Pittsburgh School of Dentistry. Sahu is attending, attending Temple University School of Dentistry and uh, Nellie, who's attending the University of Southern California's. Um, they all took gap years this past year, I believe, and have just been admitted, so they're gonna be starting pretty soon. Um, we have some questions that we're gonna go over, and then at the end, if anybody wants to ask anything, feel free to type it in the chat or um, just unmute yourself and speak up. Um, but guys, if you wanna introduce yourselves, starting just in the order that we have it on there, so with Mira. Yes,
1: hello, everyone. Thank you, Amin, for introducing, but like you said, my name is Mira Patel, and um, let me think. I haven't done an introduction, like I said, in a while, so I'll try and give you just the gist of it, because I'm sure we'll go more in depth later, but I graduated from the University of Pittsburgh for my undergraduate with a bachelor's in science and biology, so that was great, and then I stayed here for a year to do this amazing AmeriCorps program for my gap year, and then during that year, I did application cycle, interviews, everything, and now I'll be going to Pitt for dental school. And that's kind of the journey. Besides that, I'm just your average, well, was average pre-dental student. I like to hang out with my friends, I don't know, go on walks. I'm from originally Scranton, Pennsylvania, so love the office, love anything that's very Northeastern PA based. And yeah, I feel like that is my life in a short four or five sentences. So thanks again for having me on and I'm excited to talk about this past year.
2: Hey everyone, thanks for having me. Um, My name is Sahil Patel. Um, uh, Sorry, I'm gonna be a D1 student at Temple, like Alman said. And um, in 2020, I graduated from the University of Georgia with a double degree in biology and economics. And this past year, I did a post program at Temple University. So I'm super excited to start, and I'm really excited to answer y'all's questions and just basically talk about my program and just
3: like the path of getting into dental school, I
4: Hi, everybody. My name is Nellie Manukian. I will be starting um, dental school at Herman Ostro School of Dentistry of USC. Um, I went to undergrad at Cal State University Northridge and I majored in biology. And this gap year, I basically um, worked on just small projects here and there. Um, I I mean, it was COVID so you can't do much, but I tried to make the most of it and I'm happy to be here and answer any questions that you guys might have.
0: Awesome, cool, thank you guys. Um, So I guess to get started, if you guys go a little bit more into detail about your gap year, Samira, so maybe like what you did during your volunteering, or Saho, what was in your post-bac, Nelly, what those projects were, um, just to kind of give a little insight into that.
3: Yeah, of course. Okay, so I did,
1: as I said, an AmeriCorps program, and if you don't know about AmeriCorps, it is a national service program. It's kind of like the Peace Corps, except it's US based. So volunteers would stay here. They have multiple programs throughout the nation in all different cities and states and even very small towns too. And so they have programs ranging from anything you could think of in public health, in education, and any kind of area of interest. So I actually did one previous called Jumpstart where I worked with kids in a center or an early education center nearby my university. And I helped them with kind of planning throughout day activities and stuff and was with them. So that's how I got into my AmeriCorps journey. And then the one I did throughout this year was called National Health Corps. So that is a very public health-based program. And they have, it's based in seven. They added a new city this year actually. So it was six before and they added a seventh city this year. So that's like Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Chicago there's one in Florida, one in the West Coast somewhere and somewhere else. So they have all these cities. And in these programs, there's about 24 of us in Pittsburgh. And so they place you at different host sites. And the host sites are different health organizations that have a need for you know a volunteer or someone to help them since they don't have as much people there. And so I worked In UPMC Children's, which, yes, is a huge nonprofit hospital, but I specifically worked in a community health team, which is very understaffed. And so that was what I did for the year. I interviewed the physician, and it was absolutely amazing because it's exactly what I wanted to do. So for the whole year, I worked with um, schools, out-of-school-time sites, early childcare sites, and I worked with them to just try and create different programs and different health education type activities for kids and also connected them with resources throughout Pittsburgh. So this was all to create healthier environments throughout these programs, because as we know, childhood obesity is just still a very huge problem, especially in lower income areas, which is where a lot of my sites were from. And then also Pittsburgh has a huge asthma problem because of our past with, everything that's happened in the city. I'm freaking blanking on the word. Oh my God, that's so embarrassing. I want to say minds, but is that Scranton? It's something. So we have a huge history of asthma problems, about 10% of kids, especially again in those areas and cities around Pittsburgh, like Wilkinsburg, McKeesport, all these other cities um, that have just a high number of children with asthma and other chronic illnesses. So. That was a lot of information, but basically, I spent the year, thankfully, I had the program still running, even with COVID. We did a lot lot of virtual work, and we're able to learn things that we haven't been able to do, able to coordinate with other cities to create resources and programs for these schools that we haven't in the past because of the virtual setting. But that did limit me and my interactions this year. However, hopefully in the coming years, that will maybe go back to in-person. And so that's the whole program. I know I didn't talk much specifically. I think the way I was able to integrate my interests was they let me do a lot of uh, dental education, which they've never done before. So I was able to do something called the Sugar Show, where I talked about the importance of keeping your teeth clean to a variety of audiences, including um, staff at these organizations, a lot of parents and, even kids. So the whole thing was warning about sugary, sweetened beverages. And so I could have a group of 12 parents I'm talking to about the dangers of prepackaged smoothies sometimes, or I'm talking to like, you know, 15 year old boys about how you should floss. And it was a very fun experience and something that just kind of opened my mind to this sector of dentistry and this outreach that we could also do. So it's kind of, a lot of my year, again, if you have specific questions, feel free to hit them or put them in the chat or however we do it after, but it's a great year. I loved my year off. I only took one year off, so this past year, yes. And then that was the majority of what I did. NHC is a stipended position. So we did have a living stipend and yeah we just did stuff like that kind of throughout the year and the great thing with these types of programs that I did is that they really help you um besides job aspects they help you I already knew I wanted to do dentistry so they connected me with a lot of dentists I actually met a lot of dentists here at Pitt I met some public health dentists which I didn't know was a thing and I probably should have before but I had no idea I met a lot of public health dental hygienists worked with them and then Also just a lot of organizations here in the city. I lived in Pittsburgh for four years in my undergrad and I feel like I learned more in that one year of virtual work I did than the four years previous. I learned about all the great resources that people are just putting together in the city for um, helping their communities. So that was a very good, it was a 10 month program. And so I started last August and I ended in June, July. July, early July, something like that. And so then these past six weeks, I have just been hanging out with family and going to random cities in the U.S. and just trying to live it up before school starts. So yes, that was most of my year. can't think of anything else, but I'm excited to hear what Sahil and Nellie have to say.
3: Awesome. Thanks, Mira.
2: So um, in the post-baccalaureate program, it started in about Uh, like early June and it ended in late April. And there's a lot that we did in that program. So it's really great for if your main points of improvement on your application are in your GPA and in your clinical experience um, slash like shadowing hours. Um, So we took about 30 credit hours throughout the summer, fall and spring term. And they are classes that are heavily science-based but not even just science-based. A lot of them are more focused into dentistry. So we'll take classes like microbiome, Uh, biomaterials, classes that you would be taking, um, whether you go to Temple University or whether you go to other dental schools, you'll see similar type of curriculum. Um, So yeah, like we started off in the summer term and it was definitely a lot to start off on. It was about 10 credit hours in the summer. And so just juggling with classes, some people retake the DAT. So when retaking the DAT, they have a lot of great resources, um, such as Kaplan, when they provide Kaplan resources students to get better help when retaking taking their DAT. Um, and on top of that, we also um, get NELDA certification because in the fall and spring, we not only just um, help out in the clinics, we're assisting the dental students and residents instead of like actually shadowing. So we get NELDA certification, which is a national entry-level dental assistant um, position. And so in so doing, you have to study a lot, definitely have to study a lot, but it's very worthwhile getting all that great experience. And on top of that, some additional certification you get from the program is CPR certification. So definitely a lot that you get to boost on your application profile. Um, so not just like if you're looking for a GPA boost, not just if you're looking for another opportunity to take your DAT, but overall like a holistic way to improve your application would be doing it through this temple program. And of course, by no means is it easy, right? Like getting into dental school is always going to be a challenge, but it's definitely worthwhile. Um, and the relations that you make with the students, the residents, and all the doctors there, they're all very great down earth and they're very knowledgeable. So if you have any questions, you can always just bug them. They'll always answer everything for you. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much been my experience. And of course, like if anybody has any more questions, I'm more than happy to either answer them here or you know, get on call
3: or just any, any way of contact.
4: So for my gap year, I basically, the main thing that I did was actually work at a dental office. I've been working at a dental office for, since I got out of high school, like the summer after high school, I've been working at the same office. So actually today was my last day of work for since five years. And um, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, uh so yeah I've been working at that one office um I was able to work full-time this year since I was able to put kind of everything else to the side like my research that I was doing kind of put it was put on pause and then like it just got delayed and then I just never went back to it um and then everything else I mean it was COVID everything was closed couldn't really do much so I was able to work full-time um and it was great I loved it um I mainly assisted um so i assisted chair side and i was able to you know um just help the doctor (laughs) and write right with the patient um but i also do like a few other things um around the office so that was like the main thing that i did during my gap year um i also did a few other side projects i guess you can say so i kind of started um working on social media presence i guess you can say i um started posting more dental related content on my Instagram. I made a YouTube channel for like my dental journey, I guess you can say. Um, so I kind of started building that during my gap year as well. So, um, if you guys have any questions or I have a lot of YouTube videos that are like pre-dental based, so that might be a good thing to see. Um, but then I also did an article with, Um, leeway space which is this um, newsletter that UCLA puts out by pre-dental students for pre-dental students so um, that was pretty fun and what else did I do do I did some wax up stuff that were like sent through the mail like I worked on some wax up like you know tooth related things Um, But other than that, mainly I just worked like eight to five every day and did a few side projects and, you know, hung out with friends and that was basically my year. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys. You guys did some really awesome stuff. So our next question, we got it from our Instagram, but do you think there's anything that admissions officers look for in a gap year or what these schools look for
3: um, specifically during this year, what they want you to do? Okay yeah I can start with a little bit. Um,
1: So I can't speak too much from the admissions office perspective. I did work a little bit with some of the schools I was applying to but I feel like the main gist I got was to do the gap year with something you're interested in. Don't feel forced to do something because you think oh this is gonna look great or this is what I should be doing I think it's the big thing is yes improve your application wherever there are weaknesses that is definitely a high point or priority in your gap year as like Sahil mentioned in his program they did DAT retakes like if you need to retake your DAT gap year is a great time to do it and same with doing kind of other shadowing assisting and building up that kind of presence but as long just don't feel pressured to do an over amount you think you're taking this gap year you have to Go all in for dental and only do dental related things. I think some of the highlights from my gap year were doing a lot of the non-related dental things was discovering how important gardening is and how important having gardens at sites at these like sites I worked with was important for the students and the faculty and facilitating gardens there. So that's just an example. That's something I talked about in my interview that they loved. They love talking about gardening and They love the correlation between gardening, nutrition, dental, everything together. So I feel like, um, I'm trying to remember the question again, but I don't think there's anything they exactly are looking for, but they want to make sure you're doing it because you want to do it. And they just want to see the overall connection of things. They want to see you doing what you want in your gap year and seeing how that makes you as a person. So I don't think that helps, but as you can see, all three of us did pretty different things and... We all got in. And so we all enjoyed what we did. We all loved our gap year. And I think that's kind of the main point too.
2: I think Mira definitely hit the nail there. Like You know, um, a lot of schools have a lot of different things that they focus on. So some schools are very heavily research-based. Some schools are very heavily didactic-based. Some focus a lot on like their clinics. And right, like just like Mira did, a service project. A lot of schools really love these outside endeavors, outside projects, you know, um, service community-based uh, projects. So like, there's no set way to really like say to get into dental school, but I would definitely say one thing is to always start looking into your AdSAS application from last year and see how how many different ways like you can improve from there. Right. So like, that's what I did when I took a look into my application. Definitely some factors of improvement there were in the GPA. Um, and in some more like clinical hours, obviously, um, there's a mo- there's no like set formula to get in, right? But there's definitely some start, right? I don't know. It's it's a little bit more of a complicated answer than that, but Mira definitely hit the nail there. That there's truly no like set way to get in.
4: So. I feel like as long as you have a reason for what you're you're doing in your gap year, they're not really going to be like, oh, that's that's dumb or like whatever. They're not going to question it um, as long as you have a reason for doing what you're doing. And even if it's just to have fun, you can say, you know, I worked hard, spent X amount of months, you know, traveling and I learned a lot through travel and whatever it is. So um, there's no like set thing. As in terms of like application, I, so I applied in June and then like, I, I finished, okay. I finished school in May and I, I submitted my application in June. So my gap year, like in terms of my application, wasn't really on the application. Like I didn't say, Oh, you know, in my gap year I did, cause I didn't, I didn't have a gap year. I had like four weeks or something, you know? Um, So the the thing that comes through with the gap year is through interviews. So like um, during your interviews, they'll ask you, um, oh, what did you do in your gap year, or what have you been up to? So that's when you answer. Um, It's not the application you can update, but for me, I didn't really put too much extra stuff for about my gap year or like what I'm doing or what I've done. Um, So it's just mainly an interview process. Um, They'll ask you, you know, what are you, what have you been up to, and as long as you can like explain it without sounding like you don't know what you're doing, <laughs> um, then you should be fine.
3: I could just add something real quick.
2: Uh, I think Mellie made a real good point. That genuity goes a really long way. Um because I feel like people get so fixated on why they're a good fit for dental school, but at the end of the day you also have to ask like
3: why they're a good fit for you. Like it kind of goes both ways there. So that genuity definitely goes a long way. Just wanted to add that. All right,
4: thank you for your answers. Um, and just based on your answers for the previous
3: question, we just wanted to ask why all of you wanted to take a gap year in the first place. Sorry, I tried to click the mute, And then with Mac, it went down. And then I clicked the finder
1: and got a little confused for a second. But yes. Um, I'm trying to digest everything also. I wanted to quickly just tag along to that end of question. Like even what Nellie did that year with building her social media presence in YouTube, like I'm so jealous because that keeps going in my head that I really want to do that. And I'm like, uh, I'm so tired. And like, I always make excuses, but that's an amazing thing to do during your gap year. And like those types of side projects and everything. So that sounds so cool. And don't forget to watch your videos after all of this. <laughs> But um, yeah, so what made me want to do a gap year? So I got into dental a little bit later than um, some people that I knew that were already in pre-dental. I actually figured out about dental through my pre-health club. And so about sophomore year end was when I started shadowing dentists. And then um, that summer, I was like, okay, this is, I finally found it. Like, this is what I'm doing. So I don't know if it's, I didn't get in that late, but I think because I definitely wanted a couple more a couple more times to just kind of, or months and a little bit more time just to make sure this is what I wanted to do. I also really tried to rush myself in taking the DAT. And so I was very determined that junior year, oh God, that's a junior year? Yeah, junior year, um, I was gonna study fall semester and take it in December. I got through a month and I personally just couldn't handle it. So I ended up um, pushing it back a very long time into junior year summer. And then I had to retake because I was okay with my score, but I just knew I personally wanted to retake it and see what I could do. So then junior, then it got pushed into senior year. And I retook it senior year September. And at that point, I was really Cause I watched a lot of YouTube videos, like feel like that's a lot, talk to a lot of students. That's been one of the best ways I prepared for my application cycle. But um, one of the big things they say is applying early. And I just wanted to be confident in every part of my application. I didn't want anything to hold me back cause I knew how grueling the process can be. And I wanted to just try and do it once if possible. And so since it was already September, I decided to then wait and take a gap year and make sure I got that application in right on June for that for this past year and so kind of a mixed response a lot of it was just me wanting more time but then also once I realized I was taking a gap year I just I felt like this like load just kind of just lifted off my shoulders like I felt a little bit lighter I felt just like I could enjoy a lot more of my senior year and the year off. Because I didn't feel like I had to do everything at once. And I, so many people are able to do it all, you know, apply while they're in school, get in and able to go straight through. And that is just whatever is best for you at the time. So those were kind of the main reasons I wanted to take a year
2: off. Yeah. So um, I was kind of, I was pretty much like pre-dental all throughout college. Um, I'd been shadowing and, basically getting like my hours up, um, starting like senior year of high school. So I was ready for that pre-dental track all through, all throughout my four years of undergrad. And I was ready to go to dental school, like right after, just go straight four and straight four. Um, but of course, like that's not how I ended up. And, you know, looking through my application cycle, I knew that definitely one of my biggest factors of improvement could have been my GPA, um, which is definitely where the post-bac came into handy. And I'd been looking at a couple of different programs, you know, master's programs and other post-bac programs during my gap year, but Temple is the one that definitely, you know, fit my, um, it just like fit my personality more. I knew that I would get some good clinical experience out of it, which is definitely something that interests me as a pre-dental student, as well as getting my GPA up. Um, and yeah, I think, uh, I mean, while I was, while I thought I was ready in my undergrad to go into dental school, I'm really grateful that that wasn't the case. Cause uh, I mean, obviously, right? Like my GPA was a fact of improvement. So, course like my study habits throughout my post-bac improved a lot and so I always say like looking back at it like man like I would have been struggling my first year of dental school if it wasn't for this post-bac that really like definitely shaped me into being a lot more disciplined a lot more focused and coming into this first year of dental school like there's a lot more that I know just about like dentistry related courses a lot more just familiarity with
3: the school and it's just a lot more confidence like going into your first year so I'm really excited to start now.
4: So, just like Sahil said, I kind of knew I wanted to go into dentistry like all of my college, uh, what do you call it, years. I knew even before college, I was just like super ready for dentistry. I've been ready since I was like 10 when I played pretend with my parents. But, anyways, um, uh, what was I going to say? I wasn't planning on taking a gap year. I wanted to go straight through and just, you know, get it done that's what I've been wanting for so long and I knew I was that's like the right path for me so it wasn't a question of is this what I want to do it was more um junior year hit and I was like there's no way I can put all my energy into the DAT and my GPA like I was just like how are people doing this because I'm I'm gonna like pass out (laughs) I can't even like keep my like You know, like I was just struggling a lot with junior year because like I was a bio major and a lot of people when I first started out was were like, oh, my God, you're a bio major. Like, yikes. Like, that's going to be hard. And I didn't understand for the first two years. And then junior year happened and I was like, oh, okay, like that makes sense. So once junior year hit, I I mean, I, I was planning on studying for the DAT while being like part time kind of like taking like not a full load of, uh, what do you call it, units. Um, so I tried it out. But even then I was like, I can't do this. And I didn't want to jeopardize my DAT score. So I was like, I'd rather just calm down for a second and just have a good GPA, have a good DAT. Everybody's happy. And we'll just go ahead and do that. So I just mainly didn't want to like have to reapply just like um, uh, Mira said, I didn't want to like, go through that whole process and pay all that money again. So I was like, you know what, let's just calm down for a sec. I know I really didn't want to do this, but I think that's the best way to do it. So um, if uh, if you can handle like keeping your GPA high and your DAT great, then wow, like good, good job for you. You guys like, honestly, it's like really hard. I don't know how you guys do it. But um, for me, I was like, I can't risk this. It was it was like, I'm not gonna just run through it. And just because I want to like, get into dental school. So that was my way of thinking. Jelly, can I ask, did you take biochem junior year? Cause that's what got me. I was taking only like 12 credits.
1: One of them was biochem. And I was like, I'm out. I cannot study for biochem and then go back home and study for
4: DAT. Yeah, no. Um, I think, I think junior year was my first year of OCHEM. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, "Uh, yeah, this is, I get what they're, what they mean by like bio major is a little tricky, but yeah, so um, it was that. And also for the DAT, I studied like eight hours every single day. I wouldn't be able to do that with like OCHEM and I also had genetics that same year. So OCHEM and genetics and I was like, <laughs> it's too much, but yeah
0: awesome thank you guys um going off of you know just your gap years as a whole was there any particular experience or memory that stuck out to you as like a single one that was just like that was your favorite memory or the best thing you kind of did it could be a week-long thing could have been something I know you talked about um your sugar show mira anything like that or just an individual type of thing that happened
3: Um yeah,
1: <laughs> I feel like I already spoiled mine. I feel like that in terms of a dental aspect and applying and everything that was even personally, I think that changed, like I said, my outlook on dentistry and just the importance of getting that education out there. So that sugar show. I worked with those dental hygienists, which I've never worked with them in that kind of setting where we talked about ideas and they treated me as a peer versus as a student. So that was very fun. And yeah, that just made the whole big of difference. Along with that, we were able to distribute these oral health bags to our Pittsburgh public schools. And so those contain like, because students were in school. So they when they're in school, they have a they had a brushing routine, especially those, the really, really small ones. And so with them not being in school, don't like. Central care this year was the least priority of teachers' minds, which makes so much sense because they had so many other stressors going on with COVID and everything, but there was just a huge increase in lack of care, in weight gain, everything, all those different health factors, Um, a huge increase in negative health factors, if that makes sense. So Um, we were able to get those bags out with like toothbrushes, toothpaste. We tried to put on oral health parties. And the attendance was funny because you would just see a bunch of kids on Zoom because everything was virtual. So we try to make it as engaging as possible. You have like the kids screaming in the background. You have someone like playing with their camera. But I still think what we did was very important to even just get that topic in kids' minds, but especially the parents, because that's where you're making the huge, big of difference. So, I think it just showed me kind of how many people um, are in these young kids' lives that all need to work together—parents, staff, um, you know, all these community organizers, everything like that. So, that was very, very special. And in terms of professionally and personally, just meeting all these people with connections or making the connections with them. And hopefully, I really hope, one of the reasons I actually chose Pitt was I really wanted to stay here and I want to work on these connections I've made these years. I want to work with the organizations I've worked with and I want to bring that, I'm sure like the dental school already has some great service partnerships and everything, but I want to take what I use this year and bring it to school and kind of, again, just broaden the outreach. And so I'm hoping I do not get too overburdened by our didactic this year, and I'm able to work on that goal, but we will see. I think that, yeah, that's definitely the biggest thing I can think of. And then other things, I think the other big thing my gap year gave me was just time with my family and time with friends. And after COVID and being stuck in quarantining, we saw how important it was to really kind of place emphasis on, yeah, just seeing everyone. So. I was able to go home for a lot of weekends. I was able to, like I said, go to different cities, see friends I haven't seen in years because of the gap year. And I really wanted to travel internationally, but that did not happen. So hopefully in the future, during one of our summers off, I can do that. Um, But yeah, just a lot of time with friends, families, and this kind of outreach that I did. I think those were the highlights.
2: Yeah, so I'd say one of my most memorable moments from my post back um, was actually a moment that really pushed me out of my comfort zone. So as crazy as it sounds. Um, in January of this year, I was actually waitlisted from Temple. So I originally was kind of just in a scramble, right? Like just to know whether I was going to get in or not. And so that really just like blew a whole new fire in me to like push 10 times harder in all my classes to get like just work as absolutely hard as possible. I was planning on retaking my DAT because my score was going to expire because I took it back in April of 2019. So I was like planning on getting a new DAT ready for like the next application cycle, just like was like ready to go full steam into the um, into the next year and to honestly get to try to get in this year. But you know, fortunately, right after finals ended, I really worked hard to make sure that you know everything would work out in the way it did. And right after finals ended, I luckily got an offer. But um, honestly, for whoever's watching, I would just like to honestly say that that fire is always gonna be within you, right? Like obviously in the fall and um, summer and fall, like I did study hard and I did work hard, but obviously like it didn't meet the criteria and that's okay. But coming to the spring, like working 10 times harder, like that was always within me. And honestly, like whoever is feeling that struggle throughout their like application cycle, that frustration, it's
3: always gonna be there that fire is definitely within you. So definitely keep pushing through. It's definitely in all of us.
4: I really like that. And I agree, Um, but I, I don't know. I don't have like one specific moment, I guess, I guess getting the, you know, getting the news that you get accepted to dental school is the highlight. I'm not gonna lie. There's nothing better than that. But, besides you know finally knowing what your future holds um I guess just spending time with friends because you know you work really hard during undergrad and yes of course you have you make time to see friends and you make time you know for whatever your family or whatever extra curriculars that you want to do but having like a full year to yourself even through COVID is like kind of rejuvenating and it's just it's nice it's like a kind of like a breath of fresh air you get to you know re like calibrate i guess <laughs> like figure out you know okay hey i haven't seen these people hey it's like this person's like over here and like oh look it's me like i'm <laughs> i'm a person so um it was good it was like a recalibrating type of time and kind of like a time to like see people you haven't seen even through covid Um, but yeah, it was, it was nice, it was just, I would say, like, a relaxing time, although it was kind of stressful, too,
3: but, you know, (laughs) whatever. All right, thank you,
4: guys, so we're going to ask one last question, so if anyone else has any questions, just throw them in the chat real fast, Um, but just talking to any of your friends who, I guess, didn't take a gap year, do you think you gained um, more taking a year off of school, and I know, um, Brendan, he's already gone through his Four years of dental school. So, and he took a gap year. So if he has any information, he can tack
3: it on at the end as well. But if you guys have anything to add, go ahead.
5: I think taking a gap year is crucial in your understanding of where you fit in the world, because going from school to school to school, without any breaks in between, without any working in the real world, you, uh, you miss out on that, that viewpoint of what the real world is Um, you don't know until you're out there and you're working in it I think that's that's really important and you guys got a bunch of different experiences and I think it's fantastic I mean everything you said here today was was on point Um, I really I'm excited to see how you guys see it play out through your your time in dental school because um, you learn little things as you go and then you connect it back to little things that you did, little activities, little, uh, you know, jobs, um, uh, studies that you may have done in, in, your gap year. And, and it all connects to, to make you the best clinician possible when you get out there. All right. I'm really excited to see you guys excel.
4: Thank you, Brandon. And, um, I personally don't know too many people that haven't taken a gap year. Um, I don't know. I feel like I know. I know the roommate that I'm gonna be rooming with didn't take a gap year. She she doesn't mind it. Um, she says she feels like you know she's okay. She has a summer off, um, but I feel like, I feel like it's different. A summer break is different than like a whole year of just you know, just having that time for yourself. Um, we'll see how it plays out. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll forget how to study and she won't have forgotten how to study or maybe she'll um, burn out quicker and I won't, I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna work, (laughs) but um, I feel like everyone's different. So maybe if you have more stamina or I don't know, I guess everyone's built differently, but I think the year really helped.
5: It does a hundred percent. I kind of noticed some students um, might've had a, well, you'll see.
3: yeah, I think, um thanks for what you said too, Brendan. I am also
1: excited and curious to see how it turns out from here. But um I agree with Nellie i I think for me personally, I can't speak for anyone else. You know, everyone has different priorities, different stamina, different just journeys. And so I think for me, though, it was the best thing that could have happened. i I mean, I just went on for, I ramble a lot. So as you know, I'm really passionate about what I did this past year. And I wouldn't have been able to do that any other time after I start dental school. I mean, maybe, maybe in the future, obviously there's always different opportunities that come up, but I can't imagine not knowing what I know now and taking that into my future career and seeing these different outlooks I got from my gap year and working the way I did. And so, yes, I think it was very valuable for me And I mean, I feel like I have a lot of friends as well that have taken years off and have just always, I can't, I haven't run into a person where they say like, oh, I took gap year and I regret it, or I didn't learn anything or anything like that. I feel like everyone had their experience and it was worthwhile. And you know, it's not, you're not sprinting to become a dentist. It's not that kind of race. Like you should enjoy every single part. And this was definitely a part that enjoyed and I'm going to take with for the rest of my life so I am I'm not gonna lie I am a little scared to start studying again but I feel like once it happens it's just gonna be like riding a bike and it will hopefully just come back to me so yeah don't regret it at all
2: Brendan, you made some awesome points. Um, so like a lot of my close friends, uh, they all went to med school, dental school. Um, and a lot of them honestly just went straight from undergrad. Uh, even one of them went like a year early from undergrad. So it was definitely a different path. I was very unfamiliar with taking a gap year. I just had no idea how to go about it just because I was like the only one in my friend group. So it was definitely a lot of like adjustment figuring it out, but after talking to all of them throughout their first year, they they all told me like i wish i was in your shoes i wish i took a year off i mean there's like a number of different reasons why obviously right like you get to have that time off and obviously with covid like you don't even get a summer break like for the most part so like there's a number of different reasons but even just going off of like that um the, the experience that i got from my post back, like being able to do like pre-clinic stuff over the summer you know just doing simple things like taking um you know like learning how to uh the compressions and like do amalgam restorations and then like in the fall and spring like assisting students and residents and like getting to learn different procedures and just like picking their brain about like all sorts of different things about school like you just like can't get that type of experience it's like what brendan said like that's like a little bit of like getting into that real world like getting into some of that like advice that you can't really get from school like that's stuff that people will talk to you and like you just have to go out and experience that for yourself so i'm definitely really excited um The nervousness i'm sure will definitely hit me uh, at some point (laughs) Uh, we're getting close it's like almost a week away so uh,
3: right now i'm just pretty very excited to start so yeah cool thank you
0: guys brendan did you have anything else to add or oh no no it was a it was a good night guys Cool. Well, thank you guys so much. You guys are all super in-depth and wonderful at speaking. I know you guys are going to kill it in dental school in the future, becoming dentists. It was nice to see you guys. Um, Glad we were able to put this together. Thank you for everybody who came out, whether you're here for a little bit and came in late. Um, You guys make the events awesome. And I
3: think that's all.